the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Well, ever since Watergate, and yes, I am old enough, well old enough to remember Watergate. I'll have to look. Were there any gates before that, or was Watergate the first gate? But after Watergate, there was this gate and that gate and this gate and this gate and this gate. Every scandal has gate on the end of it. And we've had hundreds of them since Watergate. Well, the latest is Cocaine Gate. As uh, I would assume all of you know, uh, the White House was evacuated a few days ago because a white substance was found. Uh, At first, they didn't know what it was. They thought it might be anthrax. It could be something dangerous. Hazmat crews uh, were called in. Uh, The White House... Uh, The White House was evacuated, and they found out it was cocaine. Well, I I guess it's good that it wasn't anthrax, but this is the people's house. This is the White House. This is one of the most secure locations in the world. One One of the really fascinating things to study is the history of the White House. Back when it was first opened... You can just walk in and say, hey, I want to see the president. Well, you know, he's down the hall. Um, Do you have an appointment? No, but I really want to talk to him. Well, we'll see if you can talk to him. And people just kind of came and went, came and went. It was wide open. People could go and knock on the door. Hey, can I see the president? Well, we'll see. He may be busy. I don't know. Boy, has that changed. Today, the White House is one of the most fortified, protected, and secure buildings in the world. How in the world did cocaine get inside the White House? Um, Now, the liberal left and the mainstream media are going, well, it's just a little cocaine. I mean, you know, who cares? I mean, it's no big deal. Who knows? You know, different people have cocaine. It's not, hey, it is a big deal. Uh, and and why? Well, it wasn't anthrax. Could have been. It wasn't some extremely dangerous chemical. Could have been. You begin thinking of all the possibilities. If someone was able, I started to say smuggle. I I don't know that someone was actually trying to smuggle it. I think somebody just had it, put it in there, forgot it, or or whatever. Anyway, 
here's there's several things that concern me and I think should concern all of us. Number one, the lack of security. Uh, I have been to the White House. It's been quite a while. Uh, several years ago, my wife's cousin was the head of communications. He ran the White House uh, switchboard and uh, communications. He traveled with the president. Uh, he was the one that set up all the communications with different countries. He's the one that was over the, uh, remember the famous red phone uh, that the president could just pick up and uh, call Russia? Well, my wife's cousin was in charge of all of that. He was in the Air Force. And I got a personal tour of the uh, switchboard communications. It was fascinating. But I didn't, and this was years ago, I didn't get in without clearance. Had to tell them who I was. They had to run a security check on me. They searched me. They patted me down. Um, Now, back then, I don't know whether we went through, (laughs) pardon me, a uh, metal detector, but, but, but the security was quite severe. Well, it's even worse today. You don't get into the White House without being searched, patted down, metal detector, signing your life away, uh, security check. Um, Nobody just goes to the White House and says, I'd like to take a tour today. Now, at first, one of the first things that came out of the White House security, the Secret Service, And officials within the White House, I remember the unnamed White House official, right after this news broke, they immediately said, oh, we may not ever know who was responsible. What? You haven't even begun your investigation. You haven't even begun. What do you mean, we may never know? Um, Doesn't that tell you something? And then the location where the cocaine was found, has been changed three separate times. They've changed their story three separate times. Now, why? I guess the best case scenario would be incompetence. Well, I don't know where it was. Well, I don't know. He told me three different times they have changed the location of where it was found. Uh at first, it was uh, it was in a cubby, and it's high traffic areas where all the tourists come, and who knows, it could have been anywhere or anyone. Well, now we're finding out it was in a much more secure location. It was not where just any tourist could come, and it was very close to the Situation Room. What is the Situation Room? Do you remember when the attack on um, Osama bin Laden? Um, yeah, Osama bin Laden was called. Remember all the pictures? There was Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. She was Secretary of State. Obama was president. There was Joe Biden. He was the vice president. And all of the top brass were gathered around a table, and they were looking at TV. That's the situation room. Highly, highly, highly secure. We are now being told that the cocaine was very close to one of the most secure places in the White House. Um, so how did it get there? Who brought it? How could there be such a serious security breach 
in the White House. And why has the story been changed? Now, I realize the conspiracy people and the far right wing media are saying it was Hunter Biden. It was clear it was Hunter Biden. And uh, immediately uh, they were saying it was in the uh, the library. Hunter Biden had just been there using his laptop. And uh, the White House is denying that. I don't know. White House is saying, um, no, the Bidens weren't there. They were at Camp David. They were at Camp David almost four days over the holiday weekend. They weren't even there when the uh, cocaine was found. Okay. Um, and then there's the instance on the balcony of the White House where Hunter Biden is acting weird and strange, like he's hopped up on cocaine. And uh, the conservative media, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not going to get too serious in speculating. For me, here's the bottom line. We need to find out. And we were told... At first, we were told the investigation could go on for weeks, maybe even months. We were told at first we may never know who it was. Now we're being told the complete investigation will wrap up early next week. This is Friday. Early next week would be Monday or Tuesday. Last point that I'll make. No one will be able to convince me that with the high security that is in effect at the White House and the hundreds of cameras, every inch of the White House has cameras. Every inch of the White House has cameras. You cannot tell me that the person who placed that cocaine, wherever it was placed, it was a cubby. No, it wasn't a cubby. It was there. Wherever it was placed, it's on film, folks. And there was a very limited number of people who were there. They all had to register. They all had to sign in. They all had to have security checks. They all had to be fingerprinted. The Secret Service knows every single person that was there. And you're going to tell me that we may never know? Now, I don't know whether they're trying to hide. I don't know. But you'll never convince me that if they come out and say, well, we just don't know, that something isn't being hid. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I love this story. Yeah, I love it. Uh, most of you are familiar with Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh, good stuff, although I haven't had any for years. Uh, I can't even remember the last time I had any Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh, it's not so much that I'm trying to boycott it. I just don't hardly ever see it. And I've got other ice cream flavors that I would prefer. Well. Uh, and, of course, Ben and Jerry, the original founders, uh, no longer own Ben and Jerry's. They sold it years ago to Unilever. Um, and they have certain rights and so forth when they sold it, but, but they, don't, they don't own it anymore. 
Well, you would probably, if you could listen to the uh, the executive board of Unilever, the parent company that owns Ben & Jerry's, they are probably wringing their hands and going, why doesn't Ben & Jerry, why don't they just be quiet? Uh, most of you know that they're old hippies, and they are about as far left as you can get. I mean, they are whacked out left. They're not just leftists. They are wacko leftists. All right. Well, they uh, have joined the chorus of those condemning America on the 4th of July. This 4th of July, it was like, uh, well, we've always seen it, but never like this 4th of July. The number of of progressive leftists condemning America. Uh, there was the, uh, the singer at the... Uh, uh, Essence Festival down in Louisiana, who rewrote the words to the uh, Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem, which was just absolutely disgusting. Uh, look it up and listen to it if you want to. I was going to play it, but it, I didn't want to give airtime to something so despicable. It's really bad. Uh, and again, that was the national anthem that was sung at the Essence Con- Conference down in Louisiana. Anti-American. I mean, hateful anti-American. Well, the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, was a participant in that anti-American conference. Mm-hmm. I won't go any further on that. But anyway, uh, Ben Cohen, one of the co-founders of Ben & Jerry's, decided on the 4th of July he would go to the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., and he would burn a replica of the Bill of Rights. Yeah, he, um, he, he didn't burn a flag, at least. He uh, burned a copy of the Bill of Rights. And uh, in the last few days, he has gone on a tirade. How unjust America is, how... Uh, uh, systemically racist America is, how evil America is. And one of his pet projects, well, Ben and Jerry both, has been Mount Rushmore. Yeah, they want Mount Rushmore destroyed. No, they want it destroyed, and they want the land given back to the American Indians. I can't remember what tribe it was, and it's not that important. But Ben and Jerry are big, big, big. Don't visit Mount Rushmore. We need to destroy Mount Rushmore because that land was stolen from Indians. We need to give it back to them, blah, 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 blah. Well, this is where it gets really interesting. Their uh, headquarters, they're from Vermont, and they started Ben and Jerry's in Vermont. And there is still a large office building. Again, they don't own it anymore, but there is still a large office building in Vermont for Ben and Jerry's. Well, come to find out, the Ben and Jerry's office building is on land that used to belong to American Indians. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm quoting, in the light of the company's recommendation that stolen land be returned, Don Stevens, chief 
of the Nulhegan Band of the Kusik Abenaki Nation. That's an Indian tribe in uh, Vermont and that area. Don Stevens, chief of the Nulhagen Band, I'm probably slaughtering the pronunciation, chief of the Nulhagen Band of the Kusik Abenaki Nation, indicated that his tribe would be very interested in reclaiming the territory on which Ben and Jerry's company headquarters presently resides. Yeah, uh, the uh, chief of the tribe told Newsweek that his tribe would be very happy to regain the property that was stolen from them and which the Ben and Jerry's headquarters is now located. Um, what are the chances that Ben and Jerry are going to immediately say, Oh, my goodness, we didn't know that this was Indian land. Of course you can have it. Of course. Uh, Not much chance. Uh, By the way, Ben and Jerry's is experiencing a Bud Light experience. And, And once again, they don't own it anymore. It's Unilever. Uh, The uh, price of the stock is dropping precipitously since Ben and Jerry, predominantly, who is it? It's uh, predominantly uh, Ben, Ben Cohen. Jerry is a whack job, too, but Ben is the most vocal. Um, The stock price of the parent company is tanking. Well... It couldn't happen to nicer people. So far, Ben and Jerry's, uh, in the last uh, three weeks, has lost $2 billion in value. $2 billion just the last couple of weeks. And uh, an Indian tribe wants to uh, take over the Ben and Jerry's headquarters in uh, Vermont. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. That, my friends, is funny. Here's Pastor Luke Ahrens of Vertical Church Columbus. You know, we hear so much today about cancel culture. If you've done something bad. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.